Hello everyone. Um, in today's episode and, and the first episode of um, the, the, the the summer um, episodes, I'm joined with Chloe, and it's going to be a really fun episode today because um, we're going to be talking about a mixture of different things. We're going to talk about mental health um, and Doctor Who, and um, a little bit of Star Wars as well. So, Chloe, thank, <laughs> thanks for coming on today. No problem. My pleasure. <laughs> I love talking about the, these sorts of stuff, so it's cool. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I, was, I was really looking forward to like speaking to you and like um, talking about all this wonderful stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's been good. Have we met before any other time? Um, I think we kind of connected on TikTok and then well, we haven't met. I've done anything. Yeah, really. oh, just because sometimes yeah. I do lo- lose track of who I meet at like Comic Cons yeah. and stuff like that. But well, yeah, yeah, I thought I've met someone. I think I met someone he looks similar to you that's why I got, I got confused but yeah I got, I got um a familiar face <laughs> yeah that's <it>. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um like if you could do like a little intro of yourself so so people know who you are yeah sure so um I'm Chloe um but some of you may know me as Ben Wren uh the Empress Empress Wren on TikTok um I'm also on Instagram and some other things um, that you may know me from. But yeah, that's me. I'm a Star Wars cosplayer, but I also do just silly little Star Wars TikToks and stuff. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, 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 you like doing that, don't you? Like all the Star Wars content and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's my main sort of uh, thing. It's Star Wars, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah um... Do you feel like um like with, with TikTok um like like because like on, on different videos um like ha, ha, how do you plan like when you release them and stuff or or do you just do them and release them or do you just schedule them? So I try and post once a day at about half five six because that's kind of sort of time that works best for me. Mm. Um, but it doesn't always end up that way like sometimes I just don't have time to film or you know I sometimes I will bulk film so film like three or four in a row but other times I don't have the ideas um so I just have nothing so it depends if I have the ideas or not like at the minute I think I I posted one tonight and I I have two in my drafts that I can post tomorrow and the day after so that's cool um but it's not always like that I'm not usually that prepared so (laughs) It's fine. Yeah, it's a mix of things, but it's always once a day ish. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm kind of similar, really. Um, I, I'll, I normally do it once a day. Um, sometimes mm. two. Sometimes like yeah, mid afternoon and then more than night time. Um, but I don't, I don't really post like like some people post loads, don't they? Like in a day, like. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I don't. I my. TikToks just don't do well if I post them in the day because people are at work and things like that. It just, you know, I'm trained, I've been doing digital marketing for a couple of years now. Um, and I am trained to know specific um optimum times and things like that. And you shouldn't really post in the day if you care about that sort of thing, but do what you want. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like yeah, I'm the not normally it's like evening for me, like um mm-hmm. like a, a regular time um I kind of do it's similar to when like a podcast episode releases <laughs> so like yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I share the podcast episode at the same time as sharing some sort of video I've done as well um 
yeah <laughs> like, like i think the algorithm as well is a it's a bit weird as well like with one video could go really good and then another one not so good yeah tiktok is a really strange one um some yeah as he says ones that you think that are going to do well sometimes flop or vice versa you know it's, it's crazy so you just have to keep going and seeing what works basically definitely and like for, like for example like the TARDIS like if I do a video um even even to that TARDIS down there or or, or some <laughs> other one I kind of know it's gonna go quite far <laughs> um yeah um but I don't always want to use it I want to sometimes just don't want to use the TARDIS or or anything so it just depends I suppose yeah you don't want to do the same thing over and over again because then it will start getting boring and it won't work in the end yeah um, which is what I found so yeah it's hard yeah like last year I actually I went to a place um that had a TARDIS um I liked so some trip from train station and I've mm -hmm. done multiple videos there and people were looking at me it was quite funny because I was just there like um doing my thing and and people isn't were just... that else court station i think there's tardis outside it, it might I, I know there's one there i haven't been to that one but there is one i can't oh. exactly remember where it is but it is hidden it's like a hidden tardis somewhere and i, I went there oh. and, um and i've got to say it's dirty <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> yeah. um and like when I actually post one of the videos, people will comment and saying, go in. <laughs> I would love to go in, but it's not, it's like a show one. Like, you can't really go in it. Yeah. Yeah, the ones that at Comic-Con are usually very good um, for stuff like that. So, yeah, you could use the ones at Comic-Con. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I, I've never actually been to a Comic-Con because I'm, um, like, ever really. So, um, it's something I want to do like in the future yeah they're like, really good yeah. they're like the highlight of my year especially when my supporters and stuff recognize me and it's just so overwhelming <laughs> like I think last time I think my I went to LCC which London LFCC sorry on London Film and Comic Con where I met Jodie Whisker recently um and that was February sometime so only a couple weeks ago and um, I didn't enjoy it at all. It's not as well organized as MCM, which is another version of ComCon that I absolutely love. I, it was just very, very badly organized, but MCM, they had MCM in Birmingham and London. Both of the ones I've been to before have been absolutely amazing. I love MCM. I'm going um, in May. This would have come out after I would have been anyway, but... Um, yeah, I'm going in May to London MCM and I'm really excited to go back. It's such an amazing experience. So yeah, I would definitely recommend going to one. It's yeah. great. You have to let me know how it goes. Yeah, sure. You can get your tickets. It's, it's fun. You should come. But um, where are you based? Essex. Essex. Yeah, you come to the London one then. Mm. I, I, I would. Um, I, I I would like to go to those sort of things, but because like, like I speak before, like before before we started like the podcast, that like, like because um I base the podcast sometimes on like crimes and, and stuff that like makes me quite vulnerable to to like um different things and with with I suppose COVID still about um hopefully it, it maybe something to be in mind in the future, but I'm not sure about May. 
because uh, May's not really. Well, it's only a month, kind of away from when we're speaking now. But it is. Oh Jesus! Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. God! Where's yeah. time going? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It's a period, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but um, like when I did those, I still got like loads of drafts though, just so I don't have to do them all the time, like for with videos and and stuff. Yeah, yeah. If when people see my TikTok, I have about over a hundred drafts, but they're not ones to post. They're basically uh, second or third takes of TikToks I posted. So yeah, sometimes I will do a few takes, and then I will go back and choose the ones I want, and then forget to delete the rest. So yeah, I have about a hundred, over a hundred drafts of just second or third takes that I need to delete, yeah. but I haven't yet. <laughs> Yeah, I I do the same. Like, um, I, I sometimes I have I go to them and I say, "Hang on, have I already put one on?" Because I've done this one a few times, the same video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you need to be careful with that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got at the moment just under four hundred drafts. Um, because, oh wow, uh, Jesus! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you play yours out, haven't you? <laughs> um, because. It's hard, you know, because there's uh, doing. You see different video clips. You, oh, hang on, I'm gonna do this one next, and then you only put on like like one a day, and then you think to yourself, oh, I'm not gonna post this one yet. There's there's something coming up like um this is Easter or summer science seasonal things that you want to do for different videos. So you want to do them first, mm -hmm. and then do some of another time. Yeah, and I, I find as well, if I bulk film, sometimes if I go back to one of those videos a couple of days later, I'll be like, oh, I don't think this is trending anymore, or oh, I don't like this anymore. Like, I'll, I'll grow out of it a bit. So, yeah, I have a lot of those videos as well. <laughs> that I'm like, oh, that's a bit cringe. It wasn't, it wasn't as cringe at the time, but it is now looking back at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm the same, like, there's some like I scroll down and I think hang on, I might not put that on now. Like, I don't want to delete it, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just sitting there yeah, though. <laughs> just sitting there. There's some from a while back, um, beginning of probably end of 2020. I think it was. Oh my god! Um, like I've never heard really nothing like no videos and not like not saying any drafts. So I always have some drafts somewhere. Mm, fair enough yeah that's that's a good idea but yeah, yeah. mine are just unusable half the time <laughs> yeah yeah it's good though when you don't do it for a while I suppose um mm. and, then, and then you're you're ready to another video and, and stuff mm -hmm. yeah exactly yeah yeah so um Chloe when did you start watching Doctor Who oh when I was a kid so yeah. when so the Reboot came out in 2005, was it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, got my facts right then. So I was, and I was six then. So I started watching when I was six. Um, when the reboot came out, which is probably not the best age to, um, you know, <laughs> make a six year old watch that sort of stuff. But yeah. you know, I, I grew up watching it. I played Doctor Who in the playground <laughs> with, with my friends, <laughs> and like, you'll be like. The blonde girl's Rose, you'll be Martha, all this sort of stuff, or, you know, or whoever. And, um, yeah, I grew, grew up watching it. I absolutely love it. I don't know any, well, I don't know a lot about classic Who. 
I haven't actually watched any classic Who, but um, yeah, Modern Who is, um, it's my childhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's me as well. I was about the same age. I, I was, I started watching it. Um, Mm-hmm. and there were certain monsters that I was petrified of at that age and yeah um, same I'd have nightmares and my mum would be like of like the Daleks the Cybermen and my mum would be like why is she having so many nightmares I'm like did you maybe watch Dr. Who <laughs> yeah. yeah we all I have, have to blind <laughs> we've got to blind this person who, who got us into it don't we <laughs> yeah yes exactly I mean I don't I mean I'm glad they got me into it yeah. but yeah I don't think they appreciate it me having nightmares all the time <laughs> no like i was the same like the episodes the first episode that um i didn't really like was the um well i, I love it it's one of my favorites but uh, at the time yeah. um i was petrified like you know the i think the girl in the fireplace one where the the, the, the clockwork thing under the bed oh um, yeah um, that's different that one's yeah. really um unique definitely because it's less about you know rose and and the doctor and stuff it's more about madame de pompadour is her name yeah that's it that's her name yeah i mean those i yeah those ones never really affected me that much but i could see why definitely yeah i i enjoyed i I did enjoy that episode like it's sad though i think as well definitely yeah it's one of those ones that you don't realize the sadness of it until you watch it again when you're older and you kind of because at the mm. time you're just like, oh, it's cool. And then you you kind of watch it back when you're older and you understand what happened and stuff. But yeah, <laughs> I feel yeah. like that's the case with a lot of Doctor Who episodes that you don't really understand how sad and how important they can be until you rewatch it as an adult. Yeah. Like, for example, I mean, I watch, I, I was pretty old when this one came out, but the Vincent van Gogh one um, with Matt Smith's Doctor Who, that one is got a lot of um themes of you know mental health and it's very dark if you understand it as an adult so I think that one is is such an important episode um which is highly praised by people so yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I, I, yeah I think that does really affect your mental health that, that episode like especially for that mm-hmm. for that to praise Vincent um as well um mm-hmm because he does actually look like Vincent van Gogh, <laughs> the actual that person. Yeah, it's um, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he did a good, well, um, good job at casting in that one. Um, yeah. But yeah, there are so many episodes that are so much deeper than the surface of, you know, when you would have watched it as a child. Um, so it's very important to go back and watch all of them, I think, and really understand what's going on. Yeah, that's it. That's it. We've got it's 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 hard some episodes like like especially there was one that uh like that I kind of didn't understand and see the point of one of the episodes when Peter Capaldi was a doctor. I think it oh, was, right, yeah. I think it was the one straight after um Clara, Clara like kind of died. Um, yeah. And he was in this. I think he spent this whole episode trying to get him to Gallifrey. Um. Oh through that, right, yeah. Through, through the glass, um, and I was watching the episode, and I was thinking to myself, um, "Well, if the whole episode try to get him through the glass <laughs> repeatedly <laughs> the whole time." Yeah, it's crazy. 
Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot deeper than it's a lot more meaningful. I mean, like most TV series, um, it can appeal to both kids and adults. So yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's it. And like, even if one episode isn't great or a doctor isn't the doctor or like isn't good, you feel it's not good. You still watch it because you like it. You like watching it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you you watch the show because you were brought to watch it when you was about five or six, and you feel like you've got to be committed to it. <laughs> yeah, and it also just appeals to the child in you. I mean, there's sometimes I could be watching stuff, and I'm like, oh, that's that's a bit corny, that's a bit cheesy, but I'm still sitting there watching it. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, um, do you have like a particular favorite doctor of yours? Um, or, it would all. I mean, everyone says this, but it would always be David Tennant for me because he was like the main one I grew up with. Um, yeah. And yeah, he's he was amazing. But I do have a soft spot for Jodie because of what she did for women in sci-fi. Um. I don't appreciate the writing that much about around her episodes, but I appreciate her so much. And that's what I wanted to tell her when I met her, but the organization was so bad. I didn't have like a second with her at um, Comic-Con. I just blurted out like, you're such an inspiration to women. She's like, okay, picture. Like, it was so crazy. She's lovely, don't get me wrong. It wasn't her fault, but... Yeah, I'm like, oh, I just wanted to tell you how amazing you were and I didn't have time. But um, yeah, definitely it'll be it'll have to be David Tennant though, number ten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I'm the same. I he like anyone it, for, for, particularly either it's hard because like you feel like you should be saying nine because nine was the first one. And then um then you feel like, hang on a minute, number ten, like he was good. I uh, like I, I'm I'm the same. I really like ten. Um, he was he was a he was a doctor for me because he um it, I was actually cried uh, no but when he actually left I, because I was so young like I was actually pretty upset that he was leaving and it actually felt oh, like yes, the um, like the emotion actually felt like he was actually leaving or, or leaving you as like an actual person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and the way he performed it as well by saying I don't want to go. That line is so famous and. Um, yeah, it was so hard for me as a young person. I remember the first time I properly wept over a TV show. Um, and I was like, my mum my was concerned about me because I was like really crying because it really hit me, was the episode with uh, Ten and um, his, his daughter, who is actually his wife in real life, Georgia Tennant, was in it. And uh, when she gets shot at the end, it was just such a shock to me as a child and the emotions behind it. And like just the thought of, I don't know what, what hit me most about it. I think it was just the, the thought about losing his daughter who he just met. And it really made me cry so much. That was such a hard one. But also Rose um, in Doomsday, that one. It always makes everyone cry. So, yeah. Oh yeah, that is tough. That like mm. that one. But um, out of all the companions, actually, the one that was really sad out all of them. Um, and I think there's there's two, like for three, like there's there's two companions 
for Tenth Doctor, the Tenth Doctor one for me was Donna, was the most upsetting mm. one. Um, yeah, um, that was hard because she had a complete her memory completely erased. It's not like they left like Martha. It, she actually forgot everything. Like yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's your second favorite? Um, my second favorite. Well, um, well, the, the second most upsetting one was um, Amy and Rory. Um, like yeah, I knew you were going to say that. That one's so hard as well. That one's awful. Yeah. Um, it's just like why can't they just have a nice ending? They always have to die or something. It's so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Like. And. You feel like that's going to happen to Yaz that now. You, I think. Oh yeah, my heart is hurting because I I love I love the sort of queer representation. Being a bisexual woman myself, I'm so happy they added the yeah queer representation of Yaz um, liking the Doctor when she's a woman because you know it's quite common that the companions like the doctor and people are like oh it's an overused trope but in this sort of circumstance it's a lot different it's representing I mean I know they've had gay characters before obviously Jack was Pam probably um is it oh who I I'm so bad with the Peter Capaldi episodes the girl in oh, one of Peter Capaldi's well 12 oh um, yeah Bill Bill. Bill, yeah, that's it. Bill, Bill, that's it. She's she's gay, um, and they represented that. But it's it's good to have the doctor be represented as queer as well, because um, I mean we don't know what's going to happen between them two yet, but they could be a thing, and um, it's good to show that the, the doctor can be all sorts of different genders, sexualities, all sorts. So yeah, I love that. I just really hope there's a good. Thasmin, as they say, 13 and Yasmin. That's been yeah. ending, but knowing Doctor Who, it's probably going to be heartbreaking. So. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be that way, isn't it? Because, like, John Bishop plays Dan, he's going to leave, I think. I would have thought he would go. Like, he's not going to get killed off, I don't think. But similar how Graham left. Um, and then, yeah, it's because she's so attached to the 30th Doctor. Like mm. it just feels like it's gonna be how what happened when the temp doctor, uh, his last episode when the master comes back. It just feels like it's gonna be that same way for thirteenth doctor's last episode. Yeah, yeah, that probably that is such a tough one because she has deserved so much better. <laughs> She's she deserves a good ending, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Mm. Yeah, like it's gonna it's gonna be interesting, and I feel like her last episode will be her best. Um, mm. I, f I think, um, but but all the doctors are like I think they've said that their favorite is the first. <laughs> um, like personally, wait, the favorite their favorite is the first. Like their first episodes. Like, oh, their first doctor. episode. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get you. Yeah, I, yeah. I know Jodie said that before. It's her first episode. Yeah. Yeah, it must be kind of crazy though, stepping into those boots, the big shoes to fill. Um exciting, crazy. That's why I appreciate Jodie because she got a lot of backlash and she stood up for women in sci-fi. And it's you know, a, a legacy that I'm trying to pass on with my silly little TikTok videos and stuff. 
um, trying to bring women into the world a bit more. Yeah, I think that's great. Like, I think I think it's good because like it helps with like inclusion and and, and keeping people involved with different things. Um, yeah, the thing and, is, it's yeah. just I even though I love Doctor Who, growing up it was always the girl was the psychic. You know, um, as yeah. I said when we played Doctor Who in the playgrounds, girl always had to be the psychic. The girl was the one that was always in danger and stuff. And I'm so happy Jodie is there for young girls growing up now so they can see that they can be the superhero as well. You know, they can save the day as well. Yeah, um, they can. <laughs> I yeah. think it's great. I think it's great, like, that, that they make that inclusion and, like, for that and, like, um, mm. and me having autism, it makes me feel like really, like, like everyone have autism because that's one thing they struggle with being inclusive and and and, and like um like people um like, like with awareness months raising awareness for different things that makes things more inclusive for other people and i feel like that's that's really good that that you do those base those videos around that and like um like like like, like the 30th doctor doing that and being the first female as well which is a big step mm yeah exactly it must have been really hard for her and um yeah bless her I'm, I'm happy <laughs> yeah yeah but um but yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how it ends for her and, and like what happens yeah because they've already filmed it like a while ago so and I don't know how many episodes are left either they haven't kind of made that clear I know they've announced that there's, there's one coming up it's oh yeah, thing about that- pirate ship yeah, there's, I think there's probably about two left out of her oh, okay. thing. But, yeah, it's not as many as we're used to, <laughs> really. Yeah, it, it, the, the structure of the series has been really, really strange. Like, the amount of episodes and the way they're putting them out as well, it's like really strange order sort of thing. And having, if there's two left, having two random ones, you know, why not? Why didn't they release them at the same time as the other ones that were at the start of the year? Um, yeah. Doesn't make sense to me, but... <laughs> yeah, because you're having, like... If you're having, like, from one episode to a, a long time different to another one, they're obviously going to do stuff between then, like, like mm. in the real world. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and we don't know who the 14th, Doctor is going to be they usually announce it by now but no one knows do you have your predictions of who it could be I feel like it's going to be a girl again um like do you? like in my mind I don't want it to be because I want it in a way I want it to be like take it in turns maybe like one year like each can maybe take it in turns now um as mm. they've gone to a girl um and then they, uh, a woman, sorry, and, and then they go back to a, a male, and maybe flip it around a bit. Um, but what I would love is not to know. I think it's good because if we find out when the regeneration is, maybe that would make us, it'd be like a surprise, kind of. Yeah, that's true. That would be, I would like that as well. I would, there's so many that have been rumored that I would li- really love, like um, Richard Iowadi. I think he would be great. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who's been, but I, I kind of agree with you. I would like to see a male take it on again. Um, so it's not like 
the thing is, I just don't want incels to be like, oh, another woman, it's ruined, blah, 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 and then not give it a chance. And um, so that's why I would like for it to be a man again, just to, you know, give tell people that it is. The thing is, when Jodie was announced and people got all up in arms, I was like, you clearly don't understand Doctor Who. You're clearly not a Doctor Who fan because the Doctor is an alien, a, an alien who can regenerate its its body into whatever, literally. <laughs> and it's crazy that there's been 12 that haven't been a woman so far. They've all been male, you know, so it makes sense that yeah. it's a woman. It does. Um, it just makes sense, but yeah. <laughs> It does. It, it does make sense, and like um, as much as I suppose, it's because everyone's used to that male and not used to a female. And and when I heard Jodie was announced in the first place, I watched a couple of shows that she's been in, and uh, she was pretty good. Um, I think she's she's a good doctor, but just just poor writing. And if the writing was yeah. better, I think I, as Russell T Davis is taken over, if she, if she possibly did stay. Under him, I think episodes could be more better um, mm. for, for her and, and stuff. Um, um, it is surprising because the current writer has done good writing before in different things, and he, he just yeah, exactly. Um, it's it's a shame, but and it's a shame she didn't get her chance to shine properly. Um, I feel like there are some good episodes where she did, but. Um, it's a shame that it wasn't the whole way through her her period of being the doctor. But yeah, I think I would yeah, as she said, I've I watched Broadchurch before. Um, she's incredible in Broadchurch. If you haven't seen that, that's a real heart jerker series. She is incredible in that and she makes you really like cry. Yeah. Um and then, yeah, she's, but she hadn't been in quite a lot of like big things before. So it was good to kind of see her get her moment and hopefully she'll be in more big stuff in the future. Yeah, I hope so. Like, like you got the 60th, like, that's why they have to pick an actor. It's, it's weird, isn't it? That they've changed, decided to change the doctor now because the mm. 60th is only next year and there's got to be a good doctor. It's got to be a good actor who can take that pressure that from, yeah. from now because there's not long like it's ne only next year and it's, it's gonna be very interesting when we, when we do find out who that doctor is yes yes so the 50th episode was so good that i don't know what they if if they will do anything to celebrate the 60th, 60th um but yeah i'm excited to see as, as i said and yeah. i'm open-minded for whoever it could be <laughs> me too me too it's gonna to be it's gonna be an interesting one i think um to see who that is and like it'll be nice to do it separately if they go if we're going to be celebrating the 60th which i thought we will be as we did the 50th um but it's gonna be it's gonna be very different it's gonna be nice to see how, how they do it mm, yeah exactly mm. Yeah, yeah. Be nice to do it and, and like get doctors back again, maybe. Um like I can see Matt Smith coming back. I can see um David Turner, if he did, it'll be his last, I think. If he did, it's got to be Yeah, because he has done it already and yeah. Um with Matt, 
he doesn't look like his age really <laughs> no um, that's true and david um, has a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah david has and um you could say you could even say it in the 50th i think um they but that yeah. aging um, yeah they tried to make him look the same and he'd look so much older like <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, and rose as well rose isn't it billy piper looks so different and you're like <laughs> you yeah. look so different yeah. <laughs> yeah and you've got karen gillen and i think mm -hmm. it'd be that's gonna be interesting if they brought donna somehow back for the 60th or amy and rory because they're gone in a way. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so I would be more interested for Amy and Rory because they got taken by the angels. It'd be nice if they left off that storyline and um, from what happened after. Yeah, because people always say, oh, why didn't the doctor go back? And it says all about paradoxes and how it can rip a hole in the universe and stuff. But I reckon he could have gone back and visited them back in time. I'm sure it would have been fine, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's 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 different. It's hard because doctors. I said from Peter Capaldi, and I, I reckon all the doctors I've watched, Peter Capaldi's had probably one of the longest run with a companion, like with Clara, I think. Mm. Um, yeah, definitely. Because um, Bill, he was in a few episodes, I think, <laughs> and then she yeah she got killed. <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't remember her name. I was like, Who yeah, is that again. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was very disappointing though, how she did get they got rid of her like um it's, it's like she got turned into a cyberman and, and stuff and then she went mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that is um that's crazy that is <laughs> it is it is but yeah i i peace capaldi's sort of era i'm not hugely like I, I don't care that much about that one because it's not my favorite definitely not no i don't either i i only no. watched it i only watched it to be loyal suppose <laughs> yeah yeah i get that um, <laughs> like the first episode was awful in my opinion um mm. like like he got better when last season was the best season i think it was yes i agree um, yeah not because he was leaving or anything. It was just how he was acting and it was much better, I think. I mean, it's the same with Jodie's. It's like they need a bit of time to get into it. And then when they do, they finally, when they finally get it right, then it changes again. Yeah. Like, the difference is with Christopher Eccleston, he's a season, so I suppose you can't really comment on him. But mm -hmm. um, with David yeah. and Matt, I think all the episodes were awesome. I, 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 all of them, like... Yeah, true. Um, there wasn't no, I suppose there were off episodes, maybe. Um, mm -hmm. That, but the acting in there was great. Like, like there was no like dips or anything on their performances. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like with Jodie's first season, I kind of felt that was pointless in my really because there was no storyline to it, was there? <laughs> no, it was kind of every episode was something different, something weird. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I love, uh, I'm going to get hate for this. I do love Bradley Walsh and I do, I did love Graham. I just didn't love all three of them all together. It just felt a bit much sometimes for me with Ryan, um, Graham and Yaz. And it's just, oh, it was just a bit much for me. 
Yeah, it is like TARDIS is too full. <laughs> yeah, and I feel bad for tasting Cole, Coyle, Cole, who played uh, Ryan. Is it Ryan? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's that it. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's it. Because um, he got one season and felt like he was really overlooked and his character was really poorly written and stuff. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I got re- that was really odd when they brought his dad in there, and we we all thinking we're gonna learn a bit about him, and then he goes yeah, don't hear anything off his dad anymore. Um, mm. um, but but yeah, it's it's crazy. Like um, like in a way, I felt he it, it was no they maybe shouldn't have used him to play the character because he wasn't really mm. doing much. No, exactly. I don't think he was. He just yeah. felt like a bad part half the yeah. time. Yeah, just apart for for Graham to be granddad too. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but but Yaz is kind of the main camp companion, isn't it? Like you have Yaz or um, Jody. You always remember that mm, one yeah. companion. Yeah, glad Yaz stayed. Um, so we could have, as I said, that sort of relationship with her and Jody. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Like with um, like 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 with TikTok and stuff. Like um, how how is it like doing like, like with mental health and like and like I suppose posting a video and like with the comments and stuff. Like how's that for you? Like with your mental health. It's interesting. So ever since I started to I so <laughs> when I started TikTok, it was October twenty twenty. I just graduated from university. I had no job. Um, my mental health is really bad. I had to move back to my parents' house because I couldn't afford uh, the flat I was living in at the time. And I was just going through a really bad mental health patch. Um, and so, yeah, I started TikTok and it really helped me being able to get some creative energy out um, and doing things. And I've been really, I mean, I've had good as everyone I've had good mental health days and bad mental health days um I am on medication and I have been for a while now and I've, it's something I talk openly about because some people are so scared of medication but it's it's you know some people can be ashamed of taking medication but you shouldn't be you'd have to take antibiotics if you broke your foot or whatever <laughs> um yeah. it's, it's no yeah. different um, I always say mental health is a lot like um, if you have physical injury, you, yeah, as I said, if you broke your ankle, you wouldn't leave it. If you go through a traumatic event, you wouldn't leave your brain um, unfixed. You have to heal it. Um, and there's no, nothing wrong with that, you know. So um, TikTok has been really supportive. It's been amazing. Um, I've absolutely loved the feedback I've been getting, you know, you can always say there's the bad comments, but I get the bad comments very rarely. I actually got a couple bad comments today, which was first time in a while. Um, I, I posted a video today and it was actually to do with my mental health, speak, like speaking of it. Um, it was a video about me. Um, I, I hate like trying to describe TikToks because they're so weird when you try and describe yeah. them. Um, but yeah, it was about me facing my past self and um, the bullying I went through and face, representing how stronger I am now. And I had a lot of like 
incel men's men's men commenting on it like oh I'm so scared like oh shiver me timbers like sarcastically and yeah. I'm like you've completely just missed the point like <laughs> thank yeah. you you just missed yeah, the point yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've grown a thick skin um and I've been through a lot of stuff in my life so TikTok the very very rare bad comments on TikTok don't affect me at all yeah so yeah TikTok has been great for my mental health but it can be difficult for other people it's all a personal experience I'd say definitely and like I like I saw I saw the video before we started actually I I was on TikTok yeah I, I saw it and like um I can kind of relate to it as well because I've been mm. bullied before um, and I understood the meaning of it because um, as well as you like and Star Wars kind of relating it in a way and, and, and I am um, saying like apologize like for, 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 for what you've done in the past and like I'm just strong mm. you're relating what you were saying was you're stronger now and like you can beat, beat the bullies and and, and yeah I, it was a weird it's a weird video for me um it meant a lot to me actually filming that just looking at to put a picture of me when I was younger on there and looking how much I've changed and how just thinking about how I was back then and how I was suicidal and stuff like that and how if I had gone through with it then I wouldn't be sitting here today I wouldn't have made that TikTok and it's just makes it all worth it you know it's very soppy and very deep but it does having made this video today has made it worth it and yeah it, it feels so good to be able to stand here as a woman I am today and say you know you the people the stuff that I went through as a child was traumatic but they can't affect me anymore like I'm such a better person today now because of it there you go I, I suppose it's with confidence as well as well because I think you get older and you get more confident don't you um hundred mm, percent well. yeah TikTok has boosted my confidence as well being myself um and my confidence started building once I left school and I went to university and started discovering yeah. myself started discovering my sexuality as well um started being okay with being a bit different and stuff and yeah just really doing what I want to do it's really helped my confidence yeah I think it's important <laughs> difference is very important um I think because like I, I was bullied in primary school and mm. um because I, I was diagnosed with autism when I was nine and I wasn't really talkative and I would kind of take it in a way like I wouldn't say need help or anything and and, and with getting bullied and uh, I couldn't really tell anyone because they would make it worse and, and stuff and it was a hard situation and like I'm more I wasn't confident then of course and now I am so um I've had the comments on TikTok as well um mm. more, um in the past uh, it, it still happens now sometimes but um like for example there was one where um I, I was my, I, because I have my own temp doctor uh, clothes I wear to do some oh yeah that's cool videos and and and, and other um ones I've got to to do different ones and uh like people comment saying you don't look like him and, and stuff like that and 
uh and then a point uh, no no it's not it's it's not it's not and like it's like they just miss the point completely all the fucking time it's they're so stupid most of the time it's you just have to laugh at it because they're so thick yeah definitely and at the start when i started the app i did actually get quite offended when people were being mean on the on the the Mm. comments and i think because that's part of me part of being having autism but maybe i'll take things a bit more literally occasionally but i try not to um but but now my mindset is i don't care you're blocked or or go away i'll just let me do my thing and (laughs) and stop i think for me like it's if i the first time i see it it stings a little bit i'm like oh that kind of hurt and then i think about it sit and think about it and just think how stupid they look and it are most of the time I do this quite a lot. If I get a, a hate comment or something, I will be laughing about it 10 minutes later to my friends. Like, look how stupid this person is. Like, that's so funny. Um, because they try and make a point and it's just so stupid. So, um, yeah, I've learned how to deal with stuff like that. I really, it doesn't affect me. It does at first, but after 10 minutes, I'm good. I'm cool. <laughs> like, whatever. Because cool. I know that... <laughs> of other people commenting are absolutely lovely and will have my back no matter what so yeah 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 I felt felt, felt the same as well like like people I put stuff on about my my crones on my dot two page I don't encourage you to do it a lot um because Mm. I don't know how people are going to react if they're going to be mean um but I have done that I I did a video the other day about being like isolated and stuff and like, like I have some really good comments and and people have commented saying that they, they enjoy my videos and, and like like they enjoy watching them and hope I make more so it kind of makes my day you get comments like that yeah those comments are absolutely lovely and it just makes it all worth it yeah yeah because like it, I, I did I like a soundtrack you know I remember the episode from um midnight in Doctor Who um that episode yeah yeah, yeah that one's so crazy like yeah. the writing and that is crazy good because you never see the creature but it's so scary yeah yeah i always wondered what it did look like though because they um yeah, when they put, same. yeah when they put the visor down they said to sign out there <laughs> at the front of yeah the, uh, i'm like where yeah. i can't see yeah. anything <laughs> no no um well that, that soundtrack you know at the end where he got his uh voice back um Mm-hmm. Um, well, that soundtrack I did that of, of of a video I did and kind of just going around my house, just looking at like windows and thinking and put hands over my face, just to say how been isolated means because uh, it, especially in COVID times and, and stuff. And anyway, with people with a chronic illness, that's how life is sometimes. Anyway, mm-hmm. so um, it was a video I thought I had to do just to keep people aware. It's not just to I do these videos I do these videos to keep me happy and to keep me busy I suppose um as well like like with you like you didn't have a job I didn't really um I was in most of the time so I had a lot of time to do this kind of stuff (laughs) so yeah Yeah. no that makes sense I mean um yeah it's I've done mental health videos before and they haven't actually reached a wide audience but I'm I'm happy that I have done them because it means people who did see them can relate and stuff um, but it's hard that's why I do have mental health links in my bio so in my link tree 
which is uh, the sort of link that you click on where all your um, pages and stuff are. I have uh, links to both UK and US mental health services. Um, I've done both because I have an equal split of um, my created, my audience demographic, which is really strange how it's half and half. But um, anyway, yeah, so they're easily accessible. I don't know if people actually use them or not, but they're there if people do need them. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, it's good. Like, it's good that you have that for, like, people to, to go on and, like, it's good you're mm. passionate about mental health. Yeah, and I've used them before. I've had to go on my own TikTok page and use them before. Um, you know, if I've had some bad breakdowns and things and thought, you know, I could relapse into some bad things, habits and stuff, but I've used them and they've really helped, so. <laughs> yeah, because we have our, I suppose, our good days and our bad days, maybe. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, there's a lot of stuff that does affects me um yeah there's been a lot going on and sometimes it, I, I think I'm strong and then sometimes some really bad stuff can happen in my life and it really hurts but and I feel like I am relapsing but yeah I know how to deal with it now um and yeah I know how to help other people I've seen I have friends and stuff that have bad mental health issues and I know how to help them and yeah it's really important yeah yeah I think so and like that's what I kind of create a podcast for really like just to help people um like um if it's uh, about chronic illness if it's about mental health if it's about people's autism I, I kind of help that and and like with autism relating to that to a lot of people's hobbies as well um having people in here mm -hmm about Doctor Who sometimes and like, <laughs> I talk about Doctor Who all day me. <laughs> yeah, uh, same actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those things. Like I would talk about all the time and um I feel um even if yeah I, I would just talk about it like um in a, I, I actually I did post a video once on, on TikTok. I did the re regeneration scene of David Tennant. Um and some people like in the comments that everyone talked to their opinions but um so some people were saying that um they thought Peter Capaldi's leaving speech was more emotional than David Tennant's um and I was going I was like fair enough um like yeah um wouldn't it, agree but fair, fair uh, enough <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I suppose like like with Peter Capaldi he had a good speech he had a good speeches when he was doctor I think um mm. um Matt Smith did as well, really. Um, uh, um, really I like with Matt Smith and... how he looked at the camera when he said, well, did he say when the doctor was me, he looked down the camera. That was oh, like sorry. kind of a break in the fourth wall moment. Like, whoa, <laughs> felt really weird, but I liked it. It was quite cool. Yeah, yeah. They were the two doctors I didn't want to go, Matt Smith and David Tennant, yeah. <laughs> when they left. Um, um, hopefully you feel like that more in future doctors and, and everything. Yeah, definitely. That would be good. Because personally, I won't feel that for Jodie, and not because of her, more because of the writing. The writing's better. Yeah. We may feel that for her. I know some people really admire her, and I respect that. Like they, that they, they, they like her as a doctor, and like, like they don't I'm really passionate about it. And it's like everyone. We all have our one doctor, won't we? That we yeah. didn't want to go. Um, like in the like 
in old who um people are, tom baker i think was the main one um for people yeah tom baker's the sort of one that i know the most out of old who yeah yeah and he did was in the fifth of wasn't he tom um tom baker. yeah that's it that's probably yeah. why i know so much yeah. about yeah. him <laughs> yeah yeah that was odd though when he what you were saying about like you need to go um find gallifrey when he only had one episode mm. left matt um yeah, that was weird. Um, and it, 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 the whole Gallifrey thing is really bizarre because it's destroyed and it's back again. <laughs> All the time. Yeah, they just keep... Yeah, it's always just flipping between, like, it's it's gone, it's back, it's gone. It's like, can't we just <laughs> fucking leave it now? We get it. Yeah, we yeah. get the point. It's, yeah. They should have just left it after the 50th, I think. Um, I think they did a good job then of, like, freezing it in time or whatever they did. Um, I think yeah. they should just left it then <laughs> that would have been great yeah and um, it's like it's I know it's the birthplace of the doctor obviously it means a lot but it's not I don't find it that much of an interesting plot point either it's like yeah. whatever I don't care it's just say the doctor's from Scarrow <laughs> yeah <laughs> literally yeah. might be more entertaining or like um, mm. Mondas <laughs> um, something just, um, yeah yeah yeah, like, what is your thoughts on the, like, Timeless Child storyline? Um, do you know what? I find it hard to understand a little bit. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, so it's a bit like, oh, I don't know. I really don't know what I think about it. I choose to kind of ignore it just because I don't understand it, mainly, which is really stupid and ignorant. But, yeah, I'm not too sure about the Timeless Child sort of stuff. Yeah. Doesn't make much sense, does it? Like saying the doctor no. was there's lots of incarnations, which is silly because there's only been possibly sixteen or fifteen if you include John Hurt and the Joe Martin Doctor. Um, yeah, um, and it's like it kind of spoke, sort of represented how she, it they they grew up um, regenerating, and I'm I'm kind of like, what's the point? In why did they have to regenerate? throughout their childhood as well and it's different like it doesn't make sense i don't get it because they only re regenerate if there's something wrong if there's if they get you know close to dying so I, I don't know i don't understand but yeah <laughs> if jodie regenerates um because i know there's there's certain things out there saying that she may not it might just be too could continue to whenever we they announce it but if, 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 there, if there was a regeneration, would you like it to be like outside the TARDIS? Oh, that's an interesting question, isn't it? Because have all of them been inside the TARDIS? Yeah. Since Ninth Doctor, yeah, onwards to yeah, yeah, till now. Yeah, I thought so. I think. Oh no, that's because yeah, no. The reason why I said that is because I think I saw a screenshot on Instagram or something. Um, and it was like a, a possible leaked photo of her regenerating outside the TARDIS. Yeah. Um, I don't know where I saw that or if, if it was true or not, but I don't, yeah, I don't really care that much. Um, I think it will, it's tradition. Yeah. If she regenerates inside the TARDIS, it makes sense. Um, but it's not a big deal to me if she does it outside. I don't, I don't care really that much. Yeah, 
Um, same. Like, it'd be mm. nice. It'd be nice, I suppose, for a change. Um, That's true, yeah. Something different. Like, I heard, I saw something about the water, or like, she's going to go through some water and it will be too continued or something like that. But um, it would be nice for something like, I think it would be one of the most watched episodes of her era, the last one. <laughs> I think. yeah definitely her first one was very highly watched as well I think because everyone was very interested to see what was what it was going to be like so yeah her first and her last would be the most watched yeah she, she jumps out of the TARDIS and all of a sudden lands on planet earth <laughs> yeah yeah that's crazy <laughs> yeah yeah I didn't get that I, I was more worried about well where does the TARDIS pop off to <laughs> <laughs> yeah and in, yeah. in Sheffield as well like <laughs> all places yeah you, you, you like most episodes we're used to in Cardiff and then they go to Sheffield um and Liverpool more recent yeah I don't mind it doesn't make a difference to me but yeah <laughs> it's just weird like there are other countries <laughs> how, how crazy it is that it's always in the UK somewhere that she, they land yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's very um, it's very interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like um, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how it all goes and, and everything. Um, mm. Come October, when she regenerates or or leaves somehow. <laughs> um, it's October. Oh yeah, God. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know what date it was. Yeah. yeah. There's no specific date yet, but it's autumn, I think, which will be in October. Um, yeah. Um, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm no, pretty, yeah, it probably is. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm very interested what will happen because the normally the Doctor regenerates on the festive special, um, like at the end of the year. So that would be that'd be interesting. Like, would they have filmed that? Um, because I think they might be filming the next series already. Um, I would have thought. Yeah. Um, Series mm. series fourteen, which um, the Doctor thought he was Doctor probably for series sixteen, three seasons. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because since David Tennant, it's been three seasons each Doctor, hasn't it? Yes, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be nice for a Doctor to go longer than that um, somehow. Mm, I don't know if it's like they have a specific contract that has to be three seasons or something, but yeah. Okay. I suppose like the Daleks, they have to have the Daleks in every season, I think, because like, yeah. they got yeah. a contract for the Daleks. If they're Daleks, they'll be in trouble, um, which I do think they're overused, the Daleks. I think they are as well, so, 100%. Um, like the three... <laughs> Specials for Jody were all Dalek episodes, which they didn't have all to do Dalek that. Episodes. Yeah, they didn't have to mm. do that, did they? They could have had a Dalek in the series and then do one episode with someone else if, or something. Yeah, I mean, I do like the holiday special ones. That is like New Year's special ones with the Daleks, but yeah, I do think they are overused and they could have done something different. Yeah, we need some sort of new monsters, don't we? Uh, I think we yeah. will. We will get that under Russell. T Davis, I think again. Um, yeah. Because he was the showrunner when we were young. <laughs> uh, like watching yeah, it. yeah, he um, was so good. Yeah, yeah and like, oh, one of them, like other ones, I didn't like was the silence. 
um like uh, oh, under yeah. Matt Smith um yeah they yeah. I think you didn't like them because they were scary sort of yeah. thing yeah 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 they're really freaky <laughs> yeah and weeping angels uh as well oh everyone hates weeping angels yeah. Um, oh, and uh, do you remember the Vashta Narada in Andamandere Tennis? Yeah, the dark. Like, oh. I feel like after that, I couldn't go into any shadows and stuff. I'm like no. creeping around the shadows. <laughs> no, uh, that, that, that did creep me out as well. It's, it was scary. <laughs> yeah, that was. That was really yeah. weird. Yeah, scary. And that was the introduction of River Song as well. I think that's yeah. very clever how they did River Song, how they wrote it backwards almost yeah, yeah, that was like, how clever. the hell did you figure that out <laughs> i don't know how they wrote that but it's very good yeah that is because it is all in order like from that episode that she was talking about uh what happens at the end and, and stuff to the 10th doctor and yeah <laughs> and and got that electronic screwdriver as well from the last one um yeah it's so weird <laughs> And um, I think like fans want her back, but I feel like her story has ended in Doctor Who. I feel. Um, yeah, um, I kind of feel that as well. It would be nice to have a little yeah. scene with her, and maybe, but yeah, maybe not back. Back. Like we need new characters, really, don't we? I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, because like, like we we like Captain Jack was like come back, I suppose, for that episode to kind of help <laughs> in a way for viewers, maybe. And it wasn't, it wasn't even in it for long. I was very disappointed oh. with um, John Barrowman's return it for um, the 13th Doctor, because it was, he wasn't in it for long and I felt he didn't do anything, really. I was just there like, great. <laughs> I think there could have been more interaction with him. I really wanted him to have like a cheeky moment with um, Jodie being like, how she, um, you know the doctor's a woman now I wanted him to be a bit more cheeky but it felt like he was being very politically correct and very safe I'm like that wasn't Jack Jack was so cheeky and would have been so flirty with Jodie and stuff and yeah. they weren't like that at all no but, yeah well, she asked about Rose and like, he brought up Rose didn't he um to her yeah um yeah that was funny but then it was kind of brushed over yeah yeah it, like it's all nice hearing about like I think from the 60th they should focus on um from new for I don't, not you kind of have to move on don't you because we can't always stick to these old companions and uh, old doctors like coming back all the time um mm. like we kind of have to move on with the show I feel yeah definitely I agree yeah because yeah, if you are going to use them use them better than you did mm. with Jack because <laughs> yeah. he was just like, I was like, what? I want to see more of him. I want to see his cheekiness and everything. But no, they didn't really show him off as he used to be. Yeah, like, if you want these characters back, like, you could easily have the temp doctor back. You could have his human doctor. Or, 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 or yeah. the human version of Oh, him. yeah, that would be so good. I would, I would love to see Ten and Rose on the parallel universe. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to do it all for the six. It'd be nice if they did it in separate episodes. They each had their own story or something. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be so yeah. cool. Because I think that would get Crystal Eccleston back, I think, because he yeah. would. I mean, he came out and said he wouldn't want to work with any other doctors because he probably wouldn't get on with them. The ninth doctor wouldn't get oh, on really? with them. Oh, really? 
Um, like no, I mean, like in in like Doctor Who, not personally. Oh right. Um, like like how the Night Doctor is, um, because he's quite yeah, that's true. Um, argumentative and stuff, isn't he? Um, he's very firm and very cold. Yeah, mm. yeah, and like like with him, um, him and Donna. I would like I would like to see him and Donna because they would just argue all the time. <laughs> yeah, they would do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that, that would be a good idea. Yeah. Um, so a few things before we uh we finish up, Chloe. Um I just mm-hmm. want to ask, because we do you, you a lot of videos on Star Wars, like what made you do Star Wars out of everything? So the thing is, um I was just saying I actually, as you could tell, I do know a lot about Doctor Who. Yeah. Star Wars I didn't grow up watching because it's just I'm a I'm family of girls mainly it's me and my sister my mum and I have well my dad is kind of around awkward situation long story anyway um, so I think that um the problem is my parents kind of thought Star Wars the girls probably won't like it I don't I don't I think a lot of people their parents put it on for them to watch um however I grew up in an era and it's not my parents fault and it's just the sort of time we were living in they were thinking oh yeah the girls won't like that so we they didn't put it on you know sort of thing which is strange because they we watched Doctor Who and stuff but anyway um so I watched it in lockdown actually um I got into it and I just it revamped my love for sci-fi and all things imaginative and stuff like that so um yeah I got into it in lockdown and that's why I started doing my TikToks on it yeah yeah, like you like, um, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea to get like into it, like as well, like like through lockdown and then start doing your basing your videos around it and, and everything. Yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, a lot of people. The Star Wars fan base is very toxic, and um, a lot of people could be like, oh. You know, I've only been into it for two years, fake fan, whatever, but I feel like it's not my fault <laughs> that I didn't grow up on it, you know. Um, and yeah, I still love it as much. So Yeah. Um in a way, Star Wars, how, how they did the episodes, it is a bit odd because they started off backwards in a way. Um mm. with, with yeah. the um, with the things, didn't they? Yes, but obviously it came out in the 70s and they didn't really know what it would be at the time probably they didn't realize how big it would become so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i think it's it's a very good so like recently i actually started watching all the episodes again because i was bored yeah. um and not like with, with certain games and, and and different things i just wanted to have a recap um and i I liked them and like the um, originals uh, were really good. I feel like the last three ones of the series are not as good as the, the others, but uh, it's Star Wars, so <laughs> it's, it's all right. Yeah, and I really appreciate that opinion because a lot of people are like, sequels don't count, F the sequels, you know. I like the sequels. I don't think, I'm not saying they don't have their flaws, they have their flaws. But I like the sequels anyway, and that's why where the toxic fans come in, like, oh, that you're a fake fan if you like the sequels. Fuck off, like. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think. Oh, who was it? I watched a YouTuber called um, Memeulus. His name is, and um, he said something like, 
fuck off like you know i like if you like the sequels if you don't like the sequels and you hate on other people go have sex go do something interesting with your life like seriously you sad virgins <laughs> just let people like what they want to like and it's not that hard and um yeah i think i mean they have their flaws yeah i think all of the the um films can have their flaws if you really look hard enough and the sequels aren't immune to that they have a lot of flaws but I still like it so you know it's one of those really heated debates in the um Star Wars fandom which is why I kind of hate the Star Wars fandom but yeah I think a lot of women do as well a lot of women in the Star Wars fandom get a lot of hate um as I said it's kind of seen as a, a boys sort of series and that's why when women get into it it's like oh you're not really into it you're into it for attention and it's like no honey no we are real people you know women are real people too <laughs> we can like sci-fi as well it's we so can. strange but yeah <laughs> yeah we can and like um yeah, like it's 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 like like just being like like going back to being inclusive isn't it like like being like, like doesn't matter if uh, if it, if it's mainly a boy show like girls can can like that as well um and yeah yeah and like but there's no such thing as a boys show a girl show it's there's nothing shows tv shows films and stuff they're not gender specific you don't right. put a gender on a film or a tv or something like tv series or something <laughs> it's not gender specific so right. it's just crazy how people come to that conclusion anyway but yeah yeah yeah, you don't. You know what? When you're scrolling on the TV, it doesn't say boys only <laughs> or girls only. Exactly. No. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But yeah. Yeah, it is, and, and like I, I think the um, like probably Star Wars fan will moan at like saying, I don't know, I, I don't, I don't know what it's like, but it, it, maybe they think that like the Emperor has been in nearly every sequel or, or every kind of one, really, and yeah, they feel like every um yeah. trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, Palpatine has been in every tr- trilogy, and yeah, I mean, I think in the sequels, definitely that's a definite um, flaw the way he was brought back in the sequels. But um, it is what it is. You just gotta go with it sometimes. <laughs> I understand the one where like Anakin's one, the the, the, the Anakin sequels. Uh, I understand why he was there. The prequels. Yeah, 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 them <laughs> ones, but. The last, the, the last three, um, was a bit. I think everyone was a bit surprised when he came back. The last one. Yeah, <laughs> and the fact that they didn't have a real explanation, they just said somehow Palpatine came back, and that was the explanation. And that's like the line everyone uses to kind of make fun of it, which I find is really funny. It's quite funny. Um, but yeah, I, I still like him. I think yeah, that's really a bit silly, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's I it. still appreciate it and kind of look over it. Yeah, yeah. Like we all have our comfort shows. Like, like we watch, like um, like I can watch Doctor Who all the time. Me. <laughs> yeah, ones. same. Yeah, same. like I've watched the first episode of Crystal Eccleston about a hundred times. <laughs> yes, yes, that one's so good. It's just so. It just brings me back to my childhood, which is why I love Doctor Who. So my love for Doctor Who and Star Wars are completely different because, yeah, Doctor Who, as I said, is very much a nostalgia thing for me. I grew up watching it. It brings me back to my childhood, where Star Wars is the more recent thing in my life. And it's, you know, 
it's my life right now it's, it makes me happy right now so they're two different types of love for me um but you know they're still both um, great in my eyes definitely definitely um mm. with um like do you have a favorite episode from doctor who at all oh oh my gosh that is so hard well, no, they're also, they're um, good, aren't they? <laughs> well see this is hard because i automatically want to say doomsday with rose but that's the it's it's oh it's the one that kind of meant the most to me but it's the one that's most heartbreaking to me or one of the ones that's most heartbreaking to me as well uh, but yeah i think i'll probably say doomsday because it's just i just remember it watching it all the time as a child so that's probably yeah and that, that's probably why i had so many nightmares because that has both side of cybermen and the daleks in but <laughs> yep. yeah i'm gonna say doomsday yeah that one's pretty scary like mine yeah. like like i did love journey's end um episodes and oh yeah on that's, that one's so good yeah yeah like towards mm. the tenants end they were very good episodes um like in, in series four like you had the Sebastian and Narada and then you had you had got you've got Journey's End and then then you've got his episode the uh the like the, the one with the the water ones that I've petrified of them I was you know, you know I wanted to get the, the waters out their mouth yeah and, those uh, ones are so underrated I'd say but yeah those ones are great <laughs> yeah yeah but I would say my my favorite episode is the forget on the fireplace um I've got to say that was my favourite one. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that one growing up too. So that's yeah. fair. Yeah, like, <laughs> I've got, I got to say that one because like, I love the music in it, I suppose. Um, yeah, and I love, I was just going to say, I love the aesthetic of it. I mean, what time period is it? I'm really bad at time periods. What is yeah, it? It was that? in France, 19, yeah. I believe. Um, 19, 20, I don't know. <laughs> It, it seems very, very, it almost seems before, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I love the aesthetic of, um, you know, France and that sort of time period. I love all period sort of pieces anyway. Um, so yeah, I really love that. And it was good to see sort of the, the contrast between that time and Rose and Mickey in their modern clothes and stuff. It was really interesting to see, but yeah. It was, yeah. Oh. It was, um, yeah. Like there's, there's so many good episodes we can choose from, but, um, but yeah, but yeah. Um, one more thing, uh, like I suppose a final question before we, uh, before we finish, Chloe. Like, um, is there like any like as, as well as like the, the links you got for your um like mental health like advice? Is there any other things that that you want to finish up with like around mental health or anything? Around mental health, um, I would just my main sort of thing is I like speak openly just because it's not something that should be embar like embarrassing to talk about. Um, I've recently made friends with someone who's really struggling with his mental health and um, encouraged him to go see his doctor. Um, and he's getting better. So it's not, it's not embarrassing to go speak to your doctor about it. That's what they're there for. And you wouldn't, it's exactly the same, as I said, as falling over and breaking your ankle, breaking your wrist. It's exactly the same. If you're struggling, your brain is um, broken and you need to fix it. 
um, definitely try different things. I was put on medication and CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy, um, straight away. Um, it took me a couple different rounds of medication. I had to go through a couple different ones because they have all sorts of different effects on my body, but I found the one that's great for me. And I've been on it for over a year now, so it will take a couple times. Um, but if you're not a fan of going on medication, try therapy. Therapy is always great. It wasn't great for me because I did it during lockdown and um, it was on, it was at like nine o'clock in the morning. I kind of just put it on my computer. It would be through Zoom. I just kind of put it on my computer and then go back to sleep because I was really tired. So it wasn't great experience for me. But um, I think now they are doing therapy and group therapy in person. So I would recommend it if you could get on it. But yeah, definitely try different things. Um, but don't be ashamed of it. Just go for it. Thank you. Well, that's some... No really good advice and it's, I'm glad that like someone's reached out to you and like you, you're supporting them for um like for, yeah, for them yeah really. um but um <laughs> a last thing before for me for, um before we before we finish uh because um today is, is the first episode for the um mental uh, well uh, autism and doctor who kind of uh summer episodes so and, and some we might relate to mental health so it's, it's it's really good to start off with um Chloe and then um yeah it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be really nice because we're just talking about the things we love and um and are passionate about um so thanks again Chloe it's been it's been awesome speaking to you no problem thank you I've had a really good time thank you <laughs>